Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Well, hello listeners. Welcome to the Tradies in Business Daily Tradie RonaCast. You're joined here by Warren and Nicola. <laughs> Better than Michelle. <laughs> You'll have to explain to me again the Michelle thing, Coxie. I don't know. I get called Michelle all the time. I don't by completely random people. There's no rhyme or reason. Generally the people I've either not met before, I've only met once or twice, they call me Michelle. By lots of people, not just one or two. Well, I can understand it because Michelle and Nicole are so very similar. <laughs> They're incredibly similar. <laughs> Apparently, I must look like a Michelle, but it's a Michelle everybody knows. <laughs> not in that way, I hope. Well, geez, this is a hump not. day episode. so you Well, know, it stands to reason then that perhaps it could be. Anyway, I'm excited, Coxie. You're a little batty, yes. What are we excited about today? I'm battier than usual today, Nicole. Thank you for <laughs> noticing. I'm excited because Tasmania is finally catching up to Queensland. Hip, hip, hooray. Tell me about what it means. So you're going to level two? Yes. Or back to level two? Well, this is the Daily Tradie Rona cast, so we might as well talk about the Rona. We don't talk about the Rona much anymore, do we? I think everybody's sick of talking about the Rona and they're just tuning in hoping we don't talk about the Rona. I always think of that song and I wish I was creative enough and clever enough to create a, a, a takeoff, a spoof version of My Sharona. Mm. My, 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 my Sharona. I, I, I hate the Rona. Or something like that. And our listeners couldn't see me bopping around in my chair as I was doing it. I know, that. it's more fun for me. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Tazzy has brought forward... The uh, move to stage two restrictions, um, which is a relaxing in part of them. But the thing I'm most excited about is that we are allowed to go camping from this Friday. Oh, and this weekend's a long weekend for you too, is it not? I've yes. got that right. And it's the middle of winter. Well, it's not the middle, actually. It's only just the start of winter and it's freaking cold. <laughs> so. Oh, but I do happen to know you've invested good money into thermals and you bought awesome sleeping bags last year. Yes. Now, that all makes perfect sense to you and I, Coxie, mm. but for one thing. Oh, what's the one thing? I have a wife that I would have to convince to go with me, otherwise I'm going by myself. She's well, not a fan of cold weather camping. I think she's a very intelligent woman, your wife, and there is no way in God's green earth I would go camping in the cold. <laughs> so maybe you are going on your own. And would that be so terrible? Uh, I've done it before, but it's really hard to keep warm with one body. That's a fair and valid point. Maybe I could play the survival card, Coxie. You could. I'm going to die come if you don't me, come I camping I could die of me. hypothermia, yes. Well, maybe she'd just say, well, don't go camping then, Warwick. Don't go camping, you moron. Um, so, uh, completely unscripted and unplanned. Of course, it's always. Complete change from normal, Coxie. So, listeners, um, 
we want to hear from you. What's been some of the things that you've enjoyed most about the slow unwinding of restrictions? I know Queensland started theirs uh, last week, wasn't it, Coxie? No, we've been a couple of weeks deep now. We might even be three weeks. Jeez, it's hard to keep track, to be very honest, but we've oh, been a little while. because uh, yes. No, we've done two. We're, we've just started, yes, um, on Monday with the third relaxation. So mm, the first relaxation, forward, they? yeah, they did by two weeks. The first relaxation meant we could travel within 50 kilometres. Mm. Second relaxation was 150 kilometres. And now the third one is like you're referencing, we can go camping so we can travel within Queensland. Mm-hmm. Stay overnight. We can, I think gyms are opening. Restaurants yes. are going up to 20 people. Yeah, I think I think it's 20 people. Same for us. Starts on mm. Friday. So you've caught up to the mainland, to the other country. <laughs> Momentarily. Yes. <laughs> it won't last long. No. It's interesting though, isn't it? it it's, it's a big change and I've noticed a lot. I have um, some friends that have cafes and they're grappling with how to put all of the preventative measures in place to get mm. customers back into the cafe. And then how do you cater for that on a staff level? Like I think we spoke about a few weeks ago how important it is not to just go and sit down and have a cup of coffee as much as we all might enjoy it. But for a cafe owner, that you're taking up a booking that might actually get them – $50 if two of you sit down and ate some breakfast or lunch. Mm. So how do they manage that without coming across as narky and putting people off and they won't want to come back? I know. It is it is really tough for some of those businesses and, and I know a lot of our tradies have been doing it tough. Um, but I tell you what, I'd hate to be grappling with all this stuff as a hospitality or entertainment mm. type business. Um I mean, apart from the initial impacts, I was reading a report about, <clears throat> not a report, I was reading a um, a post from a business that was saying, we're open soon, we're really excited, uh, but we're only allowed to open when we've got our COVID safe plan in place and no one has one. And so you wouldn't no even one, know where to model one from. No, and no one can tell us how to get it approved, um, but we're not allowed to open without one. So it's like, Poor buggers. and, and this is, this is a, another issue, I guess, that a lot of you listening to this would be familiar with pre-COVID even is changes to legislation and policy and industry practices and everything that are made without having thought through all of the details of it. And I guess, mm. look, in all honesty, Coxie, we all, well, we, it's a bit of a national sport to hate on the government and, um, wow, I wouldn't mm. live in America at the moment for all the rice in China and there's probably a bit of that left after COVID. But, <laughs> man, there's some funky stuff going on in the good old US of A. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. I think the whole world's in crisis in one form or another, whether it's through Rona and, and the effects it's had on the local economies or whether it's... Um, this global tension between China and the rest of the world or whether it's the bizarre, no, it's not bizarre, the horrible stuff happening in America. Oh, and Brazil. Did I not see Brazil as riding as well? There, There is some horrendous stuff happening around our world at the moment and I think it's a great time to stop and be a little bit grateful for, sure, we've had some real tough times and some difficulties, but we are beginning to open up. Mm. Our society is coming back to a sense of normal. 
Yeah, but it's a different kind of normal, man. We're bouncing around today. It's a hump day special. <laughs> so uh, just coming back to that policy stuff, these things, I often read about them. Um, I, don't f I don't read the news, um, but I follow enough social media channels to know what's going on. I don't have to sit down and destroy my brain with another news report um, to really know what's going on these days. Um, but I always look at those things and I, I think about the parallels to our businesses and how governments do things. And a lot of people like to rag on the government <clears throat> and be very critical of them. And then you and I see what you're doing, listeners, in your businesses. And it's like, is this, is this the pot calling the kettle a little bit black? Because we're all human and I think we're all subject to a lot of the same flaws where we roll things out thinking it's a great idea but we didn't really think it all through properly either because we just don't have the skills or experience or the resources available. Um, for most of us, we, we can't step outside of ourselves to be able to critique what we're doing um, and so getting external feedback is really important in that regard. Uh, and a lot of you are flying solo. You're doing this on your own, even if that's with a husband or wifey. Um, you know, it's hard to get objective feedback from the outside. And how the heck do governments do that? They're actually having to make rules and put things in place with no opportunity to get feedback from... They're not going to pick up the telephone and ring good old Donald and say, Hey, uh, Trumpy, how's things going in the States there? We want to try this thing here in Australia. Um, what's your experience been like? <laughs> uh, like you just, you can't bounce things off other people. So I do see a lot of businesses um, and a lot of people in general maybe being a little bit hypocritical when we point no. the finger at governments. And No, we would never do that. <laughs> And you and, and I have certainly never done that. Oh my gosh, Coxie, I am I'm just like squeaky clean in that regard. Whoops, hang on, I had oh, I had some font caps lock on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's such a it's such a crappy tendency that we have to just point the finger and criticize others without realizing that we do the same dumb things ourselves. So mm. um not sure if I'm being the great white was here circling around Tom or if I'm actually getting to the point that um, I actually feel like we could balance our comments out a little more as a society. Um, what do you reckon, listeners? Do you, do you get a bit one-eyed about things and forget that it's bloody hard making these decisions and it's very easy for us to criticise the politicians and yet that's the system we have um you know you didn't run for office you didn't go and stand up for your local elections or you know put your name down to be a federal member and you might say well that's not the best way to get change in place was and it's like well what is and are you doing it so i think if we're not going to actually contribute positively somehow to the solution I think a lot of us could do well just to shut our traps and get on with it and focus on our own patch. I kind of feel like we've had this conversation about five times in the last week or two. No. Are we repeating ourselves or Never. have Coxie. they just been conversations we've had with others? 
<laughs> Maybe it was just you and me ranting at each other. Oh, I feel like we had this conversation on Monday. But, mm. um, yeah, I agree. But well, we, we have been consistently talking about our voices and, and speaking in a positive way, whether that be to your team or whether it be to one another or reflecting over change, policy change, like you're talking about here. Because we, it's always easy to criticise, but we all live in glass houses. And mm. if we were to take a look at our businesses for a moment, my goodness, you and I have had a few kick up the butts in the last couple of weeks where we've reflected on our own business and found a hole here or there or, or something we haven't effectively been actioning. Um, so I feel that there's a real opportunity there, I suppose, to make some change to the way you're doing things. Oh, my God, it's the change word again. The other thing we talk about all of the time. We do not. No, we hardly ever talk about change. Sarcasm font. <laughs> um, but anyway, I want to I come back to the whole restrictions lifting. I'm excited. Uh, what, what have you been excited about, Coxie? What's been your, your the, the biggest, um, oh my gosh, thank goodness we can do that again for you? Hasn't happened for me yet because oh, I don't feel that I will yet um, go to restaurants and things. I feel like... I don't know, maybe I'm not, is it that I'm not ready or I feel like I'm taking advantage of them? I don't know, but I'll be happy when I can go to the pub and have a meal or I'll be happy when I can go to my favourite steakhouse and have a steak. That will be very normal for me. And then the secondary item to that will be seeing the kids play sport again. Can't you go, you guys can go to restaurants now as well, though, can't we you? We can, but there's only 10, well, as of yes, uh, Monday, sorry, we can have 20, but I kind of feel like I'm taking up the place of somebody that might need it more than me. I don't oh. know why. It's just in my head. Hmm. It, so it then, definitely won't feel the same. It's wifey's birthday uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, I got her a couple of gifts. And I thought, I wonder what else I can do, you know? different or special for her and we were never really ones for going out for dinner anyway and I thought oh maybe I could because now that we're allowed to maybe we could book somewhere and we could go out for dinner and then I thought I don't know if it's not just going to feel weird it's yeah like, I think it would be a bit lonely you know, sanitize your hands at the door and fill out the COVID Check safe survey you're not allowed to sit next to anybody else and I, I just wonder if it's all going to be really odd and orky mm. and and you know tense because everyone's just like well i'm only allowed to stay here for 30 minutes or whatever the heck it is an hour or something and then they're going to kick me out because someone else is going to want to come in so i won't order the dessert and it's like it just wrecked the whole experience Mm, i think it's too measured that said uh the daughter and a group of her friends went out to a bar on the weekend they made a booking there were i think they were allowed to have 10 at that point in time so there was three or four in the group and they had an hour and a half booking and it was just a cocktail bar. So they sat and had a couple of cocktails and they were wrapped. And the cocktail bar would have made great money off them. And they knew that they, you know, they had to eat while they were there. They were allowed as many drinks as they want. I don't know how many they had. It's a question a mother doesn't want answered. <laughs> but they, you know, the cocktail is a lot of margin in a cocktail. But they had a good time and they really enjoyed it. And it was the little thing they needed to come back, I suppose. So... I don't know. I think it feels weird. She didn't complain about it feeling weird. Mm. But then millennials are often okay with a bit of extra space and a not talking to other people and 
in my experience, my kids, none of them like getting on the phone, for example. Yeah, okay. They talk to you on social media, but they won't pick up the phone and call. Yeah. I could I could make so many business lessons out of today's episode, and I won't. <laughs> Good. <laughs> for a change. So, we'll go over to you then. What's the one thing you're looking forward to being able to do the most? Uh, I'd say... Do you know what it is? Really, it comes down to being able to make my own choices about where I go and what I do and for how yes. long and with whom. Mm-hmm. It's just camping's probably a big one. And jokes aside, you know, we do have a great camper trailer and we do have all the warm gear. So, um, yes, it's cold at night, but there's some spectacular locations here in Tassie uh, that I don't really care if it's cold. I just want to go and see them and... and um, and take my beautiful wife camping out in the in the great outdoors again. Um, so that's probably the big one, but it really is just that sense of having some freedom because even at the moment mm. there's big flashing billboards everywhere, you know, COVID restrictions still in place and the signs everywhere. You're only allowed four people in this shop and 12 people in that one and you get grilled when you go into the, the government service centres, you know. Have you <laughs> been in contact with anybody with COVID? And do you have a runny nose? And I'm standing there with a runny nose from the cold going, nope, no runny nose here. No sniffing uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, all these barriers and sneeze glass. It's like, eh. Uh. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to going somewhere where I don't feel restricted. Coxie? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I probably just, agree just with Just going to run free. I might might even do a nudie run up a beach or something. Oh, I'm glad you live in Tasmania, in that other country. <laughs> so, listeners, uh, would love to hear from you. What's What's been some of the, I don't know, return to whatever the new normal is, excitement for you? Has it been because you can now go out for dinner or... Because you can go for a hike or, I don't know, can you visit someone? Have you got a family member in aged care? Like, what's your thing? What's what's the excitement for you about the relaxation? And what do you think about it all? Are we are we breaking too early? Do we, do we think it's all a hoax, Coxie? Oh, no, we're not going to go there, are we? No, we've had this discussion about breaking too early a few times and I've been bitten on the arse every time. I consistently think, oh, are we ready? Are we ready? And so far, you know, if you took Queensland as the test case, we're doing quite fine. So it'd be interesting to see, are we able to keep it at bay as a country without letting uh, people from overseas in? I had to really think about how I was going to term that. (laughs) (laughs) People from overseas in. Um, is that the right strategy to continue to adopt until such? I mean, realistically, for that to be our strategy, that's going to have to stay in place until it's extinct. Mm-hmm. Is that doable? How does the world economy cope with that? What happens if your family member or loved one is one of those people stuck overseas? I don't like what that feels like. So I, don't, yeah. I just don't know. Wish I had a crystal ball. Mm. Do you have a crystal ball business? Can we borrow it, please? <laughs> Would you like to make some money? I think you've made lots. <laughs> yes. Uh, it'll be interesting, Coxie. And look, I guess at the end of the day, they are relaxing some of the restrictions. There's uh, talk being bandied around at the moment about 
in Australia, the, uh, I guess, incentives to get construction boosted. Um, they're talking about grants. They're talking about the first home buyer scheme, the, the home deposit scheme. And I think a lot of that stuff for, for our listeners is, um, is going to bring positive. Uh, it's probably not going to help tourism and hospitality very much in the short term. And that's, uh, that's very sad. And you're listening to this podcast because you're probably a tradie or a tradie in business. And for once in a long, long time, I think, your industry is going to be one of the first in line for support and focus because it's it's been interesting reading in the mainstream media, the good old MSM, that uh, construction is the mainstay of this country's economy. And it's kind of like it took this whole thing mm. for someone to come out and say, well, you know what, construction and trades kind of underpins the whole economy, particularly when you take, uh, you know, exporting our raw materials out of the equation, which has happened. Mm. Uh, so maybe there'll be some great change come out of this for for uh, the trades. I think it's a great opportunity for any of you listening to this to actually be part of a, a different voice around it. So, And I'll continue to have my same old voice, which is uh, circling around like the great white shark that I am. Don't think I'm I've actually... tied all together gotten to any point there at all <laughs> i think it was just a wednesday ramble and that's okay because we are pumping this out every single day i know sometimes it is a little challenging to find an angle to talk to so random thoughts thrown together actually work and you know what there's something you can do about this listeners if you are sitting there thinking oh my gosh was um circling around again you know what you can do tell us what you'd like to hear about what, what would you like us to discuss? What topics would you like us to di- dig into? Is there uh, a guest you'd like on the show? Um, do you have a question you'd like answered on the show? Send us a question. We'll answer it. Well, Coxie will. I'll probably just talk around it in circles. Well, we'll get to the point at some stage. <laughs> so, yeah, hit us up. Um, go to the website, drop us a message there, or find us in the group or just on our public Facebook page, and tell us what would you like us to ramble about here on the Tradies in Business Daily Tradie Ronacast, which is going to come to an end. I think we might even lift our restrictions early, Coxie. I don't know how I feel about it, actually. A little melancholy almost. You're going to miss me, aren't you, doing this every day? I'll miss our listeners. (laughs) Righto. Well, I'm going to go and pour myself a big fat bourbon so I can cope with the... Uh, rejection that I just felt there. (laughs) You poor thing. (laughs) I think you'll be okay. I think I'll be fine. I'm I'm pretty sure our listeners will be okay at missing us and everything will just be okay. We're all going to be okay. Everything's okay, Coxie. Didn't we start out the Daily Trading Ronacast by reassuring everyone everything was going to be all right? Everyone's fine. You're all going to be okay. You are. And guess what? Here we are. Everyone's okay. <laughs> Have an okay kind of a day. Listeners. Have an okay day. And uh we'll speak to you tomorrow, don't worry. Coxie's Coxie's uh gonna make the final call, not me. <laughs> You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business, and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.